Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital, Katie Atkinson. Hello, Katie. Oh, hi, Keith. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? I am fabulous. Uh, Anything exciting happening right now in your world of pop? (laughs) My personal pop world? Sure, your personal pop world. (laughs) Um, No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, thank goodness, because uh, the Billboard Pop Shop podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop, at least not in Katie's world of pop. but on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. On this week's show, we've got news about Katy Perry's new album and how she spent days in front of a live webcam, Big Brother style, to promote the set, Hmm. how Taylor Swift's catalog returned to streaming service, services services and multiple services <laughs> and a recap of the tony awards plus we have chart updates about halsey notching her first number one album on the billboard 200 fifth harmony debuting on the billboard hot 100 with their new single down and u2's the joshua tree zooms up the billboard 200 chart thanks to its 30th anniversary reissue in addition we have an interview with kirsten maldonado or even just kirsten hey. of pentatonix we caught up with her recently to talk about her new single, Break a Little, and how she says it's been amazing to step out on her own, and also a huge learning experience. She has an EP coming out this summer, so stay tuned for our full chat with Kirsten later on in the show. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode, and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or at KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard and why wouldn't you, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Okie dokie. So uh, let's run the chart numbers and do the chart chat. As a small tribute to Adam. Oh, Adam. R.I.P. Here are three of the biggest headlines on the charts. Number one, Fifth Harmony returns to the Billboard Hot 100 and for the first time as a four-piece, as Down debuts on the chart. Number two, on the Billboard 200, U2's The Joshua Tree zooms back into the top 20 thanks to its 30th anniversary reissue. And number three, saving the biggest news for last, Halsey notches her first number one on the Billboard 200 with Hopeless Fountain Kingdom. 
All right, let's break down each of these individually. First up, Fifth Harmony returns to the Billboard Hot 100 as their new single, Down, featuring Gucci Mane. Gucci Gucci debuts at number 42. No one will appreciate that. You don't think Gucci Mane will get a Charo reference? Gucci Gucci! <laughs> I, maybe. I don't know. I can't be the first person to say that. Uh, maybe. 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 Um, it's the act's first single as a four-piece group following the departure of Camila Cabello in December. Down debuts with 36,000 downloads sold in the week ending June 8th, according to Nielsen Music, 9.2 million streams, and 7.1 million in radio audience impressions. It's the first single from the group's upcoming third full-length album. So uh, how does this debut stack up with... Work From Home, per se, which was the first <laughs> single from their last album. Well, uh, Work From Home debuted at number 12 back in March of 2016 on its way to a number four peak. It launched with 88,000 downloads sold, 10 million in streams, and 20 million in radio audience impressions. So, comparably, comparably, that's not a word, com- comparably, comparatively, comparatively or comparably, <laughs> one of the two comparables, um, It doesn't really have a spectacular start when you put it next to Work From Home, but we'll see how Down grows at radio. Um, It also debuts at number 37 on the Pop Songs Airplay chart, granting the act its eighth hit on the list. It's also Fifth Harmony's eighth hit on the Hot 100 as well. Uh, Next, over on the Billboard 200 chart, a week after we saw the Beatles bound back onto the list with a 50th anniversary reissue of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, U2 gets in on the reissue action as the 30th anniversary edition of The Joshua Tree impacts the chart. Uh, The Joshua Tree rises from 127 to number 16, its highest rank uh, since uh, February 13th, 1988, when it was also number 16. Wow. Yeah, the Joshua Tree actually spent nine weeks at number one back in 1987 and is U2's longest running chart topper. Uh, Now, we actually combine all the different versions of the Joshua Tree together for charting purposes. So the old version from 1987, uh, the new version with a bunch of bonus tracks, uh, the vinyl, they're all mingled together for one big overall chart entry. Combined, all the different Joshua Trees sold 23,000 copies in the weekend in June 8th. And that's the largest sales week for the album since January 3rd, 1993. Well, the week ending January 3rd, 1993, when it sold 28,000. So it's been a moment. I love that it was still moving 30,000 units in 93. Yeah, well, that was like right. That was like when Octung Baby was still like in the top 40. Okay. And I, I mean. U2 Fever. U2 Fever. Also, you know, albums still sold a lot. And it was, yeah. and that was like the, like the week of Christmas when people were buying lots of albums. And it's virtually a greatest hits album. If you listen to it, like, yes. you know every song. You know every song, even though, like, even, the, even the, the, the singles that, even the songs that weren't singles, you know them anyways. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, who's the big artist coming back with a reissue next week? Well, not quite next week, but <laughs> almost next week, because uh, Prince and the Revolution's 1984 album Purple Rain will get the deluxe treatment on June 23rd. It's the first time any of Prince's albums have been reissued with bonus material um, and previously unreleased songs. I'm pretty sure of that. I don't think Prince ever allowed that to happen mm. before. The farthest that you would get with a reissue of an album might be like, like it comes out on vinyl or something. Right. But for the most part, his catalog just just wasn't touched. Right. Um, so this is kind of a big deal. And this was actually a reissue that was already in motion well before he died. Yeah. Um, this was something that had his blessing. Um, so 
Uh, it will be very interesting to see how his uh, fans react to the new album and also how it uh, reacts on the charts. Uh, lastly, Halsey scores her first number one on the Billboard 200 chart as Hopeless Fountain Kingdom arrives atop the tally. The album, which is Halsey's second full-length release, earned 106,000 equivalent album units in the week ending June 8th, and of that sum, 76,000 were in traditional album sales. Katie, would you believe that Halsey is the first woman to be number one on the Billboard 200 in 2017? Wow, that is surprising. Yeah, because uh, you'd think... We have a lot of famous lady pop stars. A lot of famous lady pop stars, but evidently not so much at the very top of the Billboard 200. Not yet. In fact, the last woman to top the chart was Lady Gaga, whose Joanne album debuted on the list back on November 12th, 2016, more than seven months ago. So it's been more than seven months since a woman wow. was number one on the Billboard 200. And in fact, in the last 12 months, Halsey is only the fourth solo woman to top the Billboard 200, following Gaga, Solange, and Barbra Streisand. Comparatively... There's that word again. Uh, In the last 12 months, 16 men have been number one, while there have been 10 groups, and only one of those 10 groups even had a single woman in the group, and that was Pentatonix. Oh, our girl Kirsten. Our girl Kirsten. Uh, And there have been two soundtracks that hit number one, as well as one compilation. So... Ladies. Ladies. Come on, ladies. (laughs) Uh, We'll keep the ladies first, so to speak, next week. Two, as industry forecasters suggest that Katy Perry's new Witness album is on course for a number one debut on the tally. Sources say the album could earn over 200,000 equivalent album units in the week ending June 15th. And if Witness launches at number one, it will mark Perry's third chart chart topper. Ah. Suddenly I'm a little bit British. Well... Well, we're talking about KB. Hey. Let's go ahead and run through some of the top headlines over on Billboard.com. Now that we know that Witness is likely heading for number one on next week's Billboard 200, we have to talk about Katy Perry's very unique promotion for her fourth album. And this could have gone really wrong. It could have, but it was actually quite charming. Yeah. Uh, the pop star has been living in a Big Brother-style house since late Thursday night, where she's broadcast almost her entire life, including a live feed of her sleeping. Sure. Uh, she's got a solid eight to nine hours each night, too. By the time people hear this, though, it's going to be over with, right? Like, she's out of it? Yes. Actually, the live stream wrapped up on Monday night okay, with a concert in Los Angeles. Oh. Uh, some of the wildest moments from Katie's Truman Show experiment included James Corden stopping by for a game of Spill Your Guts or Fill Your Guts, where Katie agreed to rank three of her famous exes in bed just so she didn't have to eat. A 100-year-old egg. Could have been a really good egg. It might have been. Who knows? A delicacy. Everything on the table was a delicacy somewhere in the world. It's, so at least they were they were all edible. This is, this is like a, an amazing race type. It's Big like type. Um, Fear Factor. Fear Factor. Which is coming back on MTV. So maybe this is just an undercover promotion for that. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, for the record, ranking worst to best, she named Diplo, then Orlando Bloom, then the lucky winner, John Mayer. But she also admitted another little tidbit that she wrote the one that got away about her one-time fling with Josh Groban. And Keith and I were marveling flabbergasted. Marveling. I absolutely had no idea that <laughs> Katy Perry and Josh Groban were ever an item. And we did a little digging and saw that Josh had actually spoken about it in 2013, in sort of. Very obtuse terms. Exactly. Like, oh, they were, like, friendly, <laughs> but he never said that they, like, dated. James Corden is good at getting information out of Katie, basically. Yeah, he got, he got the Taylor scoop. He first. got the tail, the carpool karaoke Taylor scoop. Man, 
Uh, and in a completely unrelated story, absolutely, Taylor Swift announced late Thursday that after years of holding out, she would release her entire catalog on Spotify, Pandora, and other non-Apple music streaming services. Including her hit single, Bad Blood. Even Bad Blood. Right. Just, just Let's just talk about that song for no reason but whatsoever. A, a song that's not about <laughs> any other pop performer in particular. Well, the timing happened to coincide exactly with the release of Katie's Witness album, uh, but sources did tell Billboard that it had nothing to do with her decision. Sure. Uh, Taylor's team announced the move in celebration of the RIAA certifying that Swift's catalog had moved 100 million song units as of last week. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, people are wondering because of the coincidence of time will this mean anything for taylor on the charts i was wondering that too and it's (laughs) keith is even wondering i was wondering that too well before you know people were talking and asking me that um and i i I inquired and uh those in the know suggest that uh because the albums are have because taylor's albums have already been so popular and so like consumed and purchased like there's not a whole and lot available of, in a available. lot of other ways there's not a whole lot of room for them to grow they'll, i mean they'll she'll have a very substantial growth in her overall streams but there's not like one song or one album that's going to have this huge voluminous number right so it's it, katie's got number one in katie's the back safe. she's fine she's <laughs> taylor's not going to suddenly come gunning for number one <laughs> Okay, and finally, the Tony Awards toasted another stellar year of Broadway on Sunday night. The night's big winner was Dear Evan Hansen, which took home six prizes in total, including Best Musical and Best Actor in a Musical for Ben Platt, which who you might know from Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Another big winner was the latest incarnation of Hello, Dolly, with four awards, including Best Revival of a Musical and... Best Actress in a Musical for friend of the podcast, Bette Midler. The Divine Mazam. <laughs> she actually stole the show, which uh, are we surprised at all, <laughs> when she ignored the orchestra playing her off, even hollering to shut that crap off at one point <laughs> as the music grew ever louder. Uh, she eventually won the orchestra fight when she was able to get out this thought as the crowd laughed at her chutzpah. She said, quote, I just want to say that revival is an interesting word. It means something is near death and it's been brought back to life. Hello, Dolly never really went away. It has been here all along. It's in our DNA. It's optimism. It's democracy. It's color. It's love of life. It's hilarity. This is a classic. Come and see it. It's not just me. This thing has the ability to lift your spirits in these terrible, terrible times. <laughs> and if you follow Bet on Twitter, you know she's talking about Donald Trump there. Oh, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I, I think that's just a veiled reference. Yeah. Um, and I don't think she, I, I mean, she she does give a plea of like, come see the show. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure this thing it's is doing like, okay. Like it's like sold out for like a really long time. It's like people the, are like, I'm trying to go. <laughs> I'm trying to go, Bet. If only you'd let me buy a ticket. Um, well, I think now it's time for our interview with Kirsten Maldonado. We recently spoke with the Pentatonix member who is stepping out on her own. She's got a brand new single called Break a Little and a new EP that's on the way. And she's got a new name, sort of. Just call her Kirsten. Just Kirsten. Just Kirsten. She says it's been amazing and a huge learning experience to work on her solo project. But never fear, there is still more Pentatonix on the way. The group members right now are just using this year as a recalibrating year to focus on their individual solo projects. But... In the meantime, we've got Kirsten and a new EP and maybe even the possibility of some solo shows down the road. Indeed. Um, So here's our interview with Kirsten. Every single night you stay. 
welcome. Hi. Hi to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast, Kristen Maldonado. Yes. But actually, you're going by like a new name now, like yes. Kirsten. Just, just Kirsten. Just Kirsten. The, the TM stands for Taylor Maldonado, but just without saying it, just because my name is so hard and so long. It's not. You know? So just Kirsten. But it is. I know you said it just perfectly, 100%. Did I? A plus. Yes, you did. Okay, good. But a lot of people don't, so uh, to make it easier make it for them, easier just to give them one name. My name Kirsten. is Kristen. God damn it! What? I <laughs> know. Get it right. That's the, that's the entire my new, my entire new name. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Gotcha. Um, it must be really exciting now to sort of step out on your own with yeah. your own debut solo single, "Break yes. a Little." Yes. Um, how does it feel to sort of be out? You know, outside of the world of pentatonics, now with your own brand new single on your own. Yeah, it feels amazing. This entire last year when I started the project was um, a huge learning experience for me. And I feel like I grew a lot as an artist and as a person. I had never uh, thought to think about, like, who... I was. If I wanted to come up with a cover, if I wanted to write a song, what my sound by myself would be. And so I feel like it was just really, really cool to work on this project. And I had a really amazing team. Um, and they made it so fun and so great. I, I just feel like overall just like really inspired and lifted and like You seem quite giddy right now. I am giddy. I know. I'm walking <laughs> around. I'm like chat, chatting away. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited. And I, I'm... I, I'm excited that fans get to see a different side of me too that they might not get to see in Pentatonics and and all the songs that are going to be on the EP are very like close to my heart and dear to me and either have meanings that I you know um, advocate or stories of mine and I just hope people can relate to them and um, that they like them. <laughs> was this always something that you were had wanted to do? Because I mean we we know you from Pentatonics, but was this always something that you wanted to do independently? Because obviously we've got Superfruit, yeah. you know, Avi has his own thing, and you know everyone has their own thing yeah. going on. Was that always kind of in the back of your mind the entire time? Honestly, and I feel like okay, I feel like this is why I'm so giddy and maybe just more excited than nervous. I never thought, and this was a confidence thing for me, or insecurity thing, I guess, a lack of confidence. Um, I had never thought that I would be able to do this or be here doing something. I never thought I'd be able to like be living in LA with pentatonics and filling the stream. I never thought that I would have the confidence or the ability to be able to write honestly. And I don't know. I just, I never thought I could, I guess. And so, um, last year was just so big for me to be able to come out and, and really discover who I am, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's awesome and I love it and I feel really great by it. And I feel like I'm a better asset to the group or to anything now. You know what I mean? Now that I, um, have been learning so much and trying to figure out like who I am too. Um, so yeah, I think that's why I'm so giddy. Cause I was like, this is a dream come true. Or I didn't even dream of this. You know, I would have never thought that it could have happened. So yeah. And um, you're really like introducing your own voice to your yeah, fans. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fun. I like, it's, it's really fun to kind of have like the creative control over all the projects. I like put together a PowerPoint presentation and was like, this is how I want the look to be in the hair and the like mini treatments for all the videos. I was like going for it. So wow. Well, you um, put a video out with break a little. Yeah. Also, yes, I did. At the same time. Which is beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, Very thank smart. you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. He, he's bad news in that video. <laughs> he is bad news. But it's hard to tell yeah. what happened because it's like you're in the rain, there's the truck. I'm like, well, what did he do to her? Like, what's the drama? It's like, well, maybe it's supposed to be mysterious. It's a mysterious thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and specifically for Break a Little, I'm the most proud of that song out of all the ones I um, I wrote. And because it's it has like a sad meaning. Like, if you stripped it down acoustically, which I'd love to do one day, and listen to the words, it has a different meaning than what the production is. The production's happy. You know, or like, or like feels more. I do too, yeah. and they, they kind of have like a dual life. You know what I mean? If yeah. you the way by the way you perform them, um, but I I wanted 
everyone's like, oh, what's the song about? I was like, I want to focus more on the, um, like, the feeling that it is more than, like, my story, you know, because I, I always, when I listen to, like, Sarah, I loved Sarah Ross growing up and, like, how she just so honestly was able to um, communicate her thoughts and her songs. It was so simple and so beautiful. Right. Um, and I was always like, oh, I wonder what her story is. But it was almost better that I didn't know because I related so personally to what my stories were. Right. And so that's what I, you know, I think... It, in general, it's just the, the feeling of, of heartbreak and longing for something that might either is not good for you or is bad timing or something, you know, just that kind of feeling and, and that process. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then, the, <laughs> and then the EP is coming sometime this summer, In I the think? summer, yes. Yeah. Yes. Is, are there going to be, like, up-tempo type songs, or is it kind of, is this, like, a taste of the sound that we'll hear from the whole project? Um, yeah, I feel like they're all... It's like There's an EDM disco number too. is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe not like that. Maybe not like pumping, not, not like, like that rave pumping. music? Not, no, 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 no. not no. so much. <laughs> no. I did a collab with a DJ, uh, Helena Legend. I used to dose of you. So that's kind of more oh, on the... Oh, that was one that came out like a week or so ago, yeah, right? Yeah, like earlier May. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Um, so that was kind of my like more like club. Right. Club-ready <laughs> anthem. Yeah. But that was fun, too. I had never, you know, writing a top line and working with her, I was like, this is just all fun new territory and really exciting. Um... But yeah. <laughs> Does this mean there will be like, are you going to do like live performances, like solo gigs too mm -hmm. to promote? We have nothing on the books right now, but I would definitely That's the idea. want to do that. Yes. Is it, is Somewhere that, down the line. Is that ner is, does that make you nervous or are you yes, excited to do it? Because, <laughs> I mean, you, you guys have done so many. You tour around the world, sold out performances. You've sold millions and millions of albums. You're one of the few. Pentatonix is one of the few acts that can actually sell music. Thank like, you. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, seriously. Yeah. And there's a safety net of being up on stage with four other with people. With four other right. people yeah. helping you. Absolutely. You know, well, three other people helping you now. Right. But <sighs> there's a safety net with that. Yes. So it, but you'll be great. Thank you. Yes, I am. <laughs> I like nervous. I just set that up and like I'm like, but you don't have that and safety I'm like, net. Oh my god. I'm like, wait, I didn't mean oh it like god. that. That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, no, no. I um, yes. To your question, <laughs> I am nervous. I'm, but I'm excited. I feel like I I thought I would be nervous like yesterday or even like today, but I I. I'm so excited that like and giddy like that's that's what the the dominating factor is or uh, right. feeling is. Um, so I'm hoping that would translate to live. I definitely get a little more nervous on stage, and I feel like actually singing them in front of people and watch like actually seeing them and watching their uh, their thoughts and what they think that'll make me nervous. But I'm excited, and I think it'll be cool. <laughs> and uh, and I, you should probably get going at some point, so I I, I know, but. You know, there's there's been news recently with Pentatonix mm -hmm. with Abby, and does this mean though that Pentatonix will still continue and you guys will still do stuff together in the future? Yes. But you're just having a moment where you all get to explore your own stuff on the side, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, this year, you know, we've been together almost six years, and we've been going nonstop Seriously. touring those six years. And I feel like, I mean, obviously that credits a lot to the success is that we didn't ever stop, you know, <laughs> um, which I love. But this year is kind of like a recalibrating. Um, not touring as much here where everyone can kind of focus and do their own solo projects. Everyone is kind of like branching out and kind of doing their own thing and we're all giving time to each other that we'd never have had before, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and then we'll be writing. I mean, it's it's new chapters for everyone, honestly, and we're just going to kind of see where that takes everyone. And I think you, you're allowed to. Yeah, You've had absolutely. so much success. Yeah, and I, yeah. And that means I'm there's going to be another Christmas album from you, right? Yes, there will be. <laughs> we really? Love Oh, from Breaking me, news. not from me. From the group. From the group, yeah. Those I mean, we love Christmas. We're going to come back every th year. Those so. things just <laughs> sell like hotcakes. They do. Anyway, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been lovely. Thank you. Yeah, good, thank you. You. good luck with all the new music. <laughs> thank you. Yay.
Thank you again, Kirsten, for taking the time to chat with us. Uh, uh, it was just such a delight, and she was just so bubbly, and yeah. she was just she's super got a whole giddy. new look. If you haven't seen her in a while, yeah, I, dark when, hair. When she when she appeared in front of us, we were both. I think I know inside me, I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa that's you. <laughs> it's like it was it was that's a, your face, but your hair is totally different. You look a little bit different. <laughs> we look forward to hearing the EP and seeing more of you and your music in the future. Indeed. And now it's time for me to keep talking because it's time for the chart set of the week. Heyo! This week in 1999, Jennifer Lopez, or J-Lo for short, earned her first number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with If You Had My Love. It wasn't just her first number one, it was also her very first single. Yep. She uh, started things off right. The song sailed to the top of the chart dated June 12th, 1999, and spent a total of five weeks at number one. Now, before J-Lo became Jennifer Lopez, the recording star, and well before she was ever just J-Lo, she was an actress and a dancer, appearing on TV memorably as a fly girl on In Living Color, uh, in film in such movies as Out of Sight and Selena, and even as a background dancer in Janet Jackson's That's the Way Love Goes video. Revisit it, people. Yeah. Oh, she's great. I keep hoping for like a Janet J-Lo like meetup at some oh my point God. on an award show. I love that. Like fans' minds explode. <laughs> How about a joint tour? Yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> Janet and Jen. Don't, do, tour. Not, do not think for one second when I saw Janet a couple years ago at the forum, I was like, is J-Lo here? Is she yeah. here somewhere? <laughs> my God, can you imagine? What if Janet brings her up on stage? What if she's backstage trying to get a picture? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway, Lopez actually scored a second hit in 1999 with Waiting for Tonight, which peaked at number eight while she saw her debut album on the six. Uh, debut in the top 10 on the Billboard 200. Lopez was so popular that year, she actually finished 1999 as Billboard's number two biggest new artist on our year-end charts. Who was the top new artist that year? A certain princess of pop you may have heard of, Britney Spears. Oh, I have heard of her. (laughs) (laughs) In total, Lopez has earned 31 hits on the Hot 100, including three further number ones, as well as 11 albums on the Billboard 200, two of which hit the top of the chart so there you have it this week back in 1999 jennifer lopez hit number one with if you had my love i'm not gonna <laughs> sing any more of that okay so i think we've reached the end of our show i feel like that chart stat just made me realize like how visual music was in 1999 because hearing about if you have my love i'm like thinking of the video oh yeah the video waiting she keeps for looking tonight into the camera over the cameras were watching her britney's the number one artist i you know all of her videos mtv was at a real a real peak yes it was very the zenith of trl yeah absolutely is that even a, is that the correct phrase yes it is the zenith of trl it's, popularity it's a great word apex even apex thank you that might be even better <laughs> comparably apex might be a better word um well then what song should we go out on oh man too many uh, choices. Another another classic J Lo track. Maybe. Oh, um, play by Jennifer Lopez. Play. Come, Come on, did you play, play that, that song? Play all night long. <laughs> Love that song. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.